Hello, and welcome to another episode of the 30 and Thriving Kinda. podcast. My name is Kendra. <laughs> My name is Ashley. Welcome. Wow. Okay, that's our intro. New intro, y'all. Thank you for listening to us this far in. I mean, my God, it's been a journey, and here we are. I love that you started with that. I am so grateful for our people who keep listening to us. We have 75 followers on Spotify. Which is so exciting. 75 people are hearing every week our new episodes. Yes, so thank you for following. We are going to do a giveaway one of these days very soon. Yeah, and we're going to remember you original 75. Yeah, so shoot us like a DM or send us a screenshot or something showing that you're an OG listener because one day we're going to have 750,000 followers and we want to remember you. Yeah, the ones who supported us from the beginning. A1 since day one. Um... Let's okay, let's recap the March challenge because we are in the final days. But when this goes live, it's it gonna be, be April, next, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know you hit your goal. Yeah. Guess what happened? Did you sell your feet? No, but I sold a rug <laughs> for thirty-five dollars. <laughs> so I'm halfway there. And while How are enough, you halfway there with thirty-five dollars? I'm halfway to the halfway. I don't even think that's right. Okay, that's true. <laughs> the effort was there, though. And I don't so, think that's right either. Oh, okay. Well, fuck you. You know what? <laughs> I got a lot going on. I think that's right. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Finally, some acknowledgement. Um, but I did have a client who was extremely grateful and gracious, and I got a thank you card from them. Mm-hmm. Did they put any money in it? They sure did. Really? Two hundred dollars. Oh damn! There it is. So I don't, I don't know if you consider that side hustle money, but <laughs> I got two hundred dollars cash, and it was totally not needed. So I've been showing them places and working for them for the past three years now. This year will mark three years, and haven't gotten paid yet because we haven't closed a deal yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a tricky situation, but. They had asked me what my mailing address was because they want to send me a gas card, and I said that is not necessary. Also, I don't need my million-dollar luxury clients driving my ghetto-ass house. Like, <laughs> no, no, sir. You do not get to see my <laughs> humble abode. Okay, you do not have a ghetto-ass house. First of all, your house is beautiful, but are these, like, your big money clients? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, they don't need to know my address. Um, so I was just like, no, it's not necessary, plus... You know, I work this hard for a lot less. I work way harder, you know, showing clients from all the way up north to down south and everything in between. So, yeah, I wasn't wanting it, needing it, expecting it, none of that. And uh, we went to meet up for, like, a little snack before we showed houses. And they had this card for me that said thank you and then had $200 in it. So Hot damn. Very nice. It's still sitting on my counter because I don't know what to do with it. I feel weird, like, taking cash, you know? Yeah. I mean. But graciously receiving it. The Lord Thank gave you. you a gift. Yes. Yeah. So that was very nice. All right. So we would love to hear how everyone else 
ended up with the March challenge. Yeah. I want to hear, like, some good side hustle ideas. I know. What worked? What didn't? What did you try that you were just like, that made no money? What did you try where you're like, ooh, I got a little money, you know? Yeah. So stop what you're doing right now and let us know your favorite side hustle. Yes. DM us. Yeah. 30 and thriving. Or find us on our Facebook group. Yeah, let us know. We have a lot of fun there. All right. Next order of business. What is going to be our April challenge? Oh. Did we talk about this? I feel like we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Maybe not on the podcast, but personally, just maybe throwing out ideas. Shit, we need to come up with one because it's going to be April 1st. Yeah. April 1st. April challenge. April challenge. Mine is going to, let's do a wake up challenge. Start creating your morning routine. Love it. There's, you know what? People get so much shit done in the mornings. Like, if you follow all these, like, business success, millionaire Instagram stories, like, all of these influencers who are millionaires and, um, like, real estate moguls and things like that, you see their schedule and no one sleeps past 7 a.m. Yeah, it's true. The, The most successful people leverage their mornings to get their energy in order Mm -hmm. to show up as the best version of themselves for the rest of the day. So for, like, parents, that is a good time to work out undistracted or to read or to just get chores done around the house, get shit done that you won't be able to get done later on once the rest of the family is awake. Or for people who have busy work schedules, I did that today. I woke up at 5.45. I've been trying so hard to get into the 5 a.m. club, which is to me is just waking up any time before 6 a.m. and getting shit done and being productive so that I don't have to stress at the end of the day or feel guilty like, shit, I should have went to the gym, but I'm tired and I just want to go home now. Well, and I hear a lot of people, like this is a very common thing people will say where they're like, well, I'm tired, I'm burnt out, I'm exhausted. And then I'm like, cool, what are you, like, what do you do for yourself? What are you doing to take care of yourself? And the very first response I almost always get is, I don't have time to take Mm -hmm. care of myself. This is a very simple, not easy, but a very simple way to create some time for yourself. When do the kids normally get up or when when does your house normally wake up and decide to get up? 30 minutes before the rest of the house gets up quietly and go do something for yourself for 30 minutes. And a great question to ask yourself when you're like, well, what do I do with those 30 minutes is what fuels me more than anything else? Is it going out into the fresh air and getting a walk? Is it taking time to sit down and read? Is it meditating? Is it drawing a bath for yourself? Just give yourself 30 minutes in the morning for you. I love that. Start there. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, I love that you said, first of all, that it's simple, not easy. Mm-hmm. It truly is simple. And Mel Robbins talks about the five-second rule, I think it is. Yeah. My mom talks about it, too. She's like, if only I could just follow that five-second rule. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it is if you can do it in five seconds, just go for it or count down from five, and then you just have to do it. Yeah, you just have to do it. it it's funny. when I remember the very first time. This is like a side story. But the very first time I heard Mel Robbins' five-second rule, I went, Oh, my God, I did this the very first time I kissed a boy. Oh, my gosh. I literally was like, And now you are the queen of kissing boys. (laughs) Look at you. I was like, okay. It works, y'all. Five, four, three, two, one. And then I kissed him. And the the whole idea around the five, four, three, two, one is if you start counting, 
then you won't start making excuses in your head. The counting just uh, takes away the excuses. So you you can't multitask. You're only counting. So you know, uh, as soon as you start to question yourself, should I do this or not? You should go five, four, three, two, one, because that's the only thing you can focus on then. And then at one, you just do the action. So do you have to say five, four, three, two, one out loud, or can you just think you it to yourself? You can say it in your head. Okay. Yeah. So the best... Out loud is probably more productive. Yeah, but if you have a partner that you're like, you're getting out of bed, you don't want to be like, five, four, three, two, one, because then you're going to... We're all up. <laughs> yeah, then you ruin it all. Um, but that she uses it for getting out of, that was the first time Mel Robbins used it, I believe, is to get out of bed. So she realized if she went five, four, three, two, one, and then her feet were on the ground by one, that she was able to get out of bed. So the alarm clock went off, she went five, four, three, two, one, feet on the ground, and that's what helped her kind of make that progress. And I love that because it's so easy to keep laying in bed and think about, how much sleep you want to have and you're so comfortable or you finally just fell asleep you're still tired you can go to the gym after work you don't have to go right now or whatever it is yep I love that five four three two one so I'm going to continue to work on this morning routine until I have it down yeah I love that you brought that up okay so the official challenge should we say get up 30 minutes at least 30 minutes before the time that you're already getting up or could be a 5 a.m club Def, I don't think 5 a.m. club is for everybody. Okay. Um, but let's say before 7 a.m. Okay. Six, five or six days out of the week. At least five days out of the week. Okay. Okay. So by, you're up at least by 7 a.m., if not earlier, to get your half hour. And it's going to be at least five days a week that you're yeah. up before 7 a.m. Ideally giving yourself a half hour before the rest of the house wakes up. I love it. Okay, boom, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm up at five already. I know, so you're crushing the challenge. <laughs> okay. We need a little something extra for you. Um, no, my morning routine is packed. I'm happy. I'm good. Okay, what if we go back to our first challenge of tracking every day? Have you been tracking? Uh, not as consistently. To, okay. Yeah. I mean, I could start tracking again. Okay. I'll do that. Since I got back from California, I've been tracking every day. And Weight Watchers, like if you're within your points every day, you get a blue dot. And I've gotten a blue dot every day. Damn, girl. Yeah. Boom. So. I'm happy we can like officially high five correctly today. Uh, we learned, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the real enough time. I'm like, just keep doing it. That's so awkward. So funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, so actually okay. in March, I wanted to lose four or five pounds this month, mm-hmm. and so I weighed myself in the beginning of the month. A week later, I lost one pound, and then the next week, I went to California, so I guarantee you, I was like, Ugh, not not excited to step on the scale, but I did, and I gained one pound. Oh, okay, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all, and you know what? We really didn't eat too much or too heavy out there. When you're on the coast, you want to eat fish. So we ate a lot. Well, I ate a lot of fish anyway. Joe doesn't really eat fish. but So I feel like I didn't overeat, which I tend to do. Didn't overdrink too much and uh, ate pretty healthy. So I'm glad to only have gained one pound. And since coming back and doing Weight Watchers every day, I'm going to weigh myself tomorrow. Tomorrow's my weigh day. And hopefully I lost that pound. Okay. Thank you for that. You're a weirdo. Scoot in. Oh. 
Oh, I'm like way over here. Huh? I'm like so- you like really cannot read my body language. <laughs> just, I just can't read. I'm like okay, yeah, you're just straight chilling, and I'm like out the door. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, well, what are we gonna talk about today? Okay, so I was at the gym yesterday. Okay. And. Uh, you know, I'm working out, I'm getting my workout on, and it's during a busy time. It's like 5 p.m. Okay. So, you know, gym's getting pretty packed, maybe 6 p.m., lots of people. And you know what I really don't like when you go to the gym and you're just doing your thing and you're looking like your ugly little self and a guy makes eye contact with you. And now I'm scared. Like, he he seems territorial. Oh, in what way? Just like he's... Of you? He starts, like, stared into my soul. So I was nervous to go over there, but that... So I went to a different section to go work out a different thing, and that was packed. So I had to go back to my little friend, and uh, he's he had been farting the whole time. It smelled like ass. Oh, my God. So he's, like, trying to make love with you through his eyes while he farts? I don't... I think he didn't expect me to come that way. I don't know. There were a lot of guys over there, but it had to have been him. Too much protein, man. Um, yes. <laughs> Wait, does protein make you fart? Yeah. I was trying, when I did 75 hard, I started on a plant-based protein powder because I realized, because I was eating vegan, I wasn't getting enough protein, so I added a protein powder. My gas was awful. Yeah. I didn't realize, and then Joe confirmed that people <laughs> who eat a lot of, or consume a lot of protein powders... Yeah. Or gassy. It's the protein. Yes. People yeah. who consume a lot of protein powders tend to be gassy. So maybe this guy had too much protein powder. Yeah. You want to hear something funny about being gassy that's totally, like... I do. Not even a part of what we're talking yes. about. Yes. When I get nervous, I get really gassy. You're a strange creature. So, <laughs> so you like, laugh on airplanes, on takeoff and landing. Oh, yeah. And then if I'm, like, on a new date and I'm getting nervous. Stop. I have to fart so bad. And I, like, get in the car and I'm just like, oh, my no. God. You <laughs> let it rip. Oh, man. Oh. It's the worst ever. I have to take gas X before I go on a date. Stop. Or else I'll just be, like, trying to squeeze my butt cheeks the whole time. Oh, my God. Wait, do they stink? No, but they can be kind of, like, boop. You know, like, you can hear them sometimes, so you, like, I'm just trying to hold them in until I get, like, far enough or safe enough. That is so It's funny. really the worst. I hate my body. But they do say that the prettiest girls have the biggest stomach problems, so it just confirms oh, okay. that I'm gorgeous. My stomach's <laughs> made of steel, so remember when I said my ugly self? <laughs> it's all coming together now. Okay, but anyways... Uh, We're talking gym etiquette. Let's talk gym etiquette today because I was, you know, you're breathing through your nose while you're, like, doing this move. And this guy in the thick sweatpants has this lingering fart. Were they gray? Yes. Were they light gray? Yes. Oh, he's trying to show you his dick. Ew. Haven't you seen that? I've seen that, but it wasn't him. It was... (laughs) That's, like, a thing. Men wear light gray sweatpants. Attractive, but no, these were thick. Like these oh. were champion sweatpants from Walmart, <laughs> maybe Costco. These were th- they were quality. They were definitely one hundred percent cotton. <laughs> That's why that fart took so long to get out of the system. It was lingering. Okay, so gym etiquette number one: Are you saying no farting in the gym? I think that should be number one for 
gyms and airplanes. But, like, if you're in the gym... Don't butt me. Hold on. Let me give you another perspective. (laughs) You're in the gym. She's going to justify a gym fart, y'all. Hold on. I'm just going to give another perspective. I'm not saying I'm for it or against it. But, like, if you're in the gym, that means you're probably, like consuming a decent amount of protein because who goes to the gym and doesn't consume enough protein well me I me don't, as but, well but you know if you're wanting to do it right you're consuming enough protein which is going to make you gassy so then when you do get gassy and you're in the gym what do you do he needs to figure it out I'm not his mama He's what gonna, do you do I don't get gassy in the gym Oh, okay, listeners, we need to know what you do when you get This is my first experience of someone being gassy at the gym. Well, but if you're eating enough protein... But have you experienced it? Yeah, I've gotten gassy at the gym. Oh, but have you smelt someone else's fart at the gym? Not that I recall. I feel like this is my first time. So, obviously, people have a plan. Like, take a shit before you leave the house. Well, I need to know the plan... And so does this gray sweatpants If guy. your farts don't stink, blow that shit up. Like, you let loose if you got to let loose. But what loose. if you accidentally, you know, sometimes you let it out and you're like, oh, that was a stinky one. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> what if that happens? Uh, you you got to leave. Just, Just never go back. Leave Just the, cancel leave. your membership. Yes, leave the state. <laughs> Possibly the country. Move to another country. Move to... Get to Canada. Move to Belize and sell chancas <laughs> on the beach. Okay, wait. My other question about gym etiquette. Let's move on from the fart. Okay. The eye contact. Mm. Okay, people are going to make eye contact. It just added to the whole fart situation. Like, the eye contactor was also the farter. So, it was just, like, a big combination of things. In general, I don't care if people make eye contact at the gym. In fact, I think it's polite to make eye contact with people and smile. At the gym? Anywhere. Okay. So, I think it's fine to make eye contact. What's not okay is the constant staring. Okay, yeah. That's not okay. What if it's, like, eye contact, look away, eye contact, and there's, like, this person that you just, like... Keep making glances. That's with. probably fine. That that's okay. No awkwardness there. I mean, I guess it's gonna depend person per person what is awkward and what's not. Like, I'm sure there are women out there that are like, "Oh my god, he keeps looking at me," and then there are people who are. It's not even across their mind that they just made eye contact 15 times with someone. So, do you think it's appropriate or inappropriate to make eye contact over and over and over? I mean, not purposely. Like, don't try to trap someone in the contact. But, like, if you... (laughs) No one wants to be trapped in that. But if it happens, I think it's fine. Okay. What are your thoughts? Okay, well, I'm single. So... So you're eye-contacting everybody. Everybody that's handsome. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. uh, And, like, also my friend got advice from her guy friend... And he said, so I'm curious, too, because this is going to go to another level of, like, um, I don't know which way to go. Okay, well, first, let me set it up like this. Let me rewind. Try again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so before we talk about eye contact, I want to talk about is it appropriate or not appropriate to pick somebody up at the gym? Because men usually know that the rule is don't pick women up at the gym. They're there to work out, leave them be, don't go try to pick them up. 
So I've asked the question before, well, then is it, like, inappropriate for me as a woman to be looking for, like, to be flirting or trying to make eye contact or be, like, can I pick somebody up at the gym? Can I meet a guy at the gym? Is that appropriate? Hmm. Um, I totally think it's fine. I think it's going to be the standard etiquette of respect someone's wishes. So if someone makes it clear verbally or non-verbally that they do not want to be bothered and you can tell, like, don't be a bozo in there and not being able to read that someone doesn't want to be bothered. If a man or a woman is at the gym and they have their plan and you can tell that they're working out hard and they're on a mission and they're there strictly to work out and they have their headphones in and they're not making eye contact with you and not like giving you that, like reciprocating that attention, respect that and take that as a hint that they probably do not want to be approached. I love that. Okay. It's something like only 7% of communication is actually words. Mm -hmm. And then there's like tonality, but it's like 50 some percent of communication is body language. So the, the most, the easiest way to communicate with somebody is see what their body's saying and doing. So I love that. If somebody's body language is open, if they're making consistent eye contact with you, if they have their headphones out, like read the body language. And if it is, if it's inviting, take the invite. If it's not inviting, don't right. take the invite. Okay. I have a exactly. story. Two stories. Okay. Can I go? Yes. Story number one. Um, my friend, her friend told her, he's male, he told her, is this making sense? Yes. Okay. He said, she was like, okay, how do I, like, flirt with somebody across the room? Like, how does this all work? And he's like, oh, this is easy. He's like, you look up at them, you make quick eye contact, and then you look down shyly and kind of smile. <gasps> oh, that's like a bar move. <laughs> that works. Okay. So then my friend Sienna was like, okay, I'm going to try it. And she tried it with him at the restaurant right then and there. And some guy totally, she did it, looked down, Matt was watching, well, Matt is the guy's name, he was watching, and he saw uh, the guy do the exact same thing, he saw her, saw her look down and smile, and he looked down and smiled, and then he got up to go talk to, Sien- to Sienna, Stop. and she left. <laughs> she left? Yeah, she's like, I can't do it. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Okay, but literally. I think that plays. Um... I've been thinking, okay, maybe this is what I need to do at the gym. That's a cute way because it's very, like, subtle, non-intrusive. It's not desperate, and it gets the message across It's pretty good clear. body language, yes. especially with the little smile at the end. I totally did this on Friday to the guy that asked oh. me to go on a date with him. Okay, breaking news, y'all. I'm dating... Kind of. <laughs> kind of. I hit all my dating goals on Friday, and then on that same day, I got asked out yes. by a gorgeous man. And he's a cutie patootie. Yeah, he is. Um, so, uh, I- anywho, okay, next next story that I want to tell you. Okay. I'm at the gym, and I see beautiful man. Absolutely gorgeous man. And so I make eye contact with him. He's interested. He's making eye contact with me. So we keep doing this, like, dance back and forth where we keep get, looking at each other. And, like, there's little smirks that are going. There, It seems like, oh. oh, something's happening here. This is going on for, like, maybe a week or two. Of, like, we're just seeing each other most days at the gym. 
kind of, I'm, I probably shot that same thing with him where I like looked at him, looked down and smiled, right? Okay, but neither and of us are, you haven't talked. Neither no of words. us are approaching each other. Okay. We just keep like making eye contact with each other through the gym. We keep walking past each other and making eye contact. Like I'll look behind me and he's looking at me. Like all this eye contact. So then there's one day I'm working on the floor and I'm on my mat and he is like right next to me um, working doing abs and it's like the machine is or the abs machine is right next to where I was at on the floor is this awkward at all to you at this point it's fun for me I'm just like oh this is it's like the tension is really fun you know okay so I'm feeling all this tension between him well somebody else also felt the tension between him and I oh and this girl comes up and says babe what are we doing for dinner tonight right next to me get the fuck out (laughs) like literally she, she, I think she kept seeing us doing our little thing and she walks right up to where I am like laying down and as loud as she can, she looks up at him, looks over at me, looks back up at him and says, babe, what are we doing for dinner tonight? And then looks no. down at me again and I was like, oh my bad. Oh my gosh, did he have a ring on his finger? No! Because that's what I look for. And then he's still, I always see him looking at me. And his wife is always looking at me too, or whatever she is. Get out. Yeah. (laughs) So when she looked at you, what was the look? It was like, it was like a quick glance down and back up. So it wasn't like a very long look, but it was like... Check yourself. Yeah. I was like... Check your man. For He's real. Looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> Ma'am, if you're listening, that's a red flag and you should leave him. Block him. And then give me his number. No, no, no. <laughs> and then, then what's for dinner, babe? No, no, no. <laughs> they also have children. I held the door open for them and their whole family at one point in time. So, you know, I'm not into it now. Okay, yeah. No. Oh, you held the door open for them after this whole what's for so dinner? So this all happened. And then, like, a week later or some other time later, it was like a weekend. I remember that. And um, they're at the gym working out, and then I'm leaving the same time they're leaving. And, like, they're getting their kids ready while I'm putting on my clothes. So I'm seeing them with their kids, and she keeps glancing over at me like, yeah, I got a little family. But I'm not trying to be a homewrecker. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, like, I'm walking out the door, and they follow right behind me. So I, like, held the door <laughs> It was probably an awkwardly long hold, too. They were probably, like, five minutes away, and you're like, oh, let me get the door for you. It wasn't like that. They were right behind me. But I was like, what do I say? Like, oh, you have such a lovely family. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Welcome (laughs) to the outdoors. Enjoy the rest of your day. Damn. Your lovely family. Bless you. (laughs) Okay, so I think gym etiquette number three, whatever we're on, be careful who you're making elongated or consistent eye contact with mm-hmm. because they may be married with children and right. don't know how to tell you through their body language. You have to be careful, that's for sure. And if they wear, like, it, obviously, they're not all wearing the rings. Right. Well, and that's the thing, too. Yesterday when I was at the gym, I even left the house and told Joe I'm going to the gym after work, so I'm not going to wear my ring today because I don't like wearing it because it's loose. Uh-huh. It needs to be fitted still. And, like... It kind of sticks out. I mean, she big, okay, yeah, y'all? She, she big. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to, like, hit it against, like, the machines and stuff. So you don't wear your wedding ring at the gym? Not, sometimes I do, but usually, like, I don't. And See, Joe, had, Joe told me that I shouldn't because I was like, geez, sometimes, like, I don't know. 
you know, like at the gym, am I supposed to wear it or not? And he's like, don't wear it at the gym because you don't want to hit it on the machines or anything. That's fair. But I feel like, okay, gym etiquette rule I want to put in. If you're married, put a fucking rubber band on your fucking ring finger so it's easier for us single people. How about this? If you're fucking married and you're not in an open relationship and you're not allowed to be flirting with other women, don't fucking flirt with other women. (laughs) That's fair. Jot that down. All right, next etiquette. Okay, (laughs) can I just touch on one more thing about the whole, like, flirtatious situation? Because I feel like that's a big topic in gym, in gym. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. there are a lot of really good-looking single people. Yeah, and it's people who are obviously care about their health and yes. are taking care of it's themselves. It's a great way to meet people, yeah, honestly. Pe- people who you feel like are aligned in your yes. same values. Yes. I agree. So, generally speaking for men, but for women too, let's just say if you're dipping your toes in the water, mm-hmm. let's not go straight in for the kill. So you don't just go up to someone and be like, wait, can I tell you what I was going to say if I ever went up to a guy at the gym? Oh, fuck. You are, okay, Ashley's a very bold and straightforward person, so this should be interesting. Okay. Do you want to take me out on a date? Is that it? No, that's what I did with the last guy. <laughs> I mean, kind of. So, okay, I was like, okay, if I keep making this eye contact with this these guys when I'm ready to date and it's feeling good, I'm going to go up to them and I'm going to be like, hi, are you single? Okay. And then they're going to say yes or no. And if they say yes, I'm going to say, great. Are you, what, what was I going to say next? Um, oh, are you attracted to me? Oh, my God. And then they can say yes or no. If they say yes, then I'm going to say, great. Would you like to take me out on a date? Okay. If they say no, if I say, are you single? And they say no, then my simple answer was going to be pulling out my phone going, awesome. I'm just doing a study. And so this oh is super my- helpful. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay, most people probably won't be quite as bold as you. Let me think. Okay, I don't know how I feel about if a guy approached me at the gym and said, hi, are you single? You know what I mean? Like, that could work for women and cute women. It's not going to work for men as well. Yeah. I mean, I think about this other time that I was at the gym. Again, I haven't, most of my gym experiences I have been, like, I'm not going to date, so I haven't pursued anything but I've caught times where there would definitely be opportunity for me to have a like bring a casual conversation in with somebody who was attractive <coughs> so there's like one time I was going into the sauna there's this guy that I like I, I don't know I make eye contact with all the cute guys at the gym right so I've made eye contact with him a couple of times he saw me walking into the sauna it was full so he scooted over to give me a spot to sit I could have totally taken that as an opportunity to start up a conversation with him you know like thanked mm-hmm. him for giving me the spot to sit and then just like, go from there. So, I think there's a very natural way to bring yeah. it up, too. Um, like, casual. I feel like guys just sometimes are too abrasive um, when approaching women. Yeah. And too yeah. straightforward. That It makes women uncomfortable. And here's why it makes women uncomfortable is a lot of men afterwards, even if they're told no, they don't take rejection well. Or even if they do take the rejection just fine they tend to still stare at the women. Mm-hmm. And that makes the woman very uncomfortable. And so she, now she feels uncomfortable going to the gym that she should be perfectly fine going to. So yeah. it's just like this fine line of like respecting someone else's wishes. Well, and I think that's the other thing too because there is some risk of asking people out in the gym because if you do get rejected, you're kind of like, 
I don't really want to go there again. And that's like your place mm-hmm. that you go to every day. So yeah. there is risk in doing that. So it probably is safer to go more casual. And I think you're right. Like, I think if I went and did that to a man, the type of man that I desire would think that's super hot. That's the kind of man I want, mm-hmm. right? A man who sees my... I'm assertive and aggressive, yeah. and I need a man who sees that and is like, that's hot, yeah. you know? So Like I, a woman that knows what she wants. She's yeah. bold enough to go get it. She's con- the confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a man who, who loves that, that and appreciates it. And so I think my approach helps me get the kind of man that I want. However, if a man approached me like that, I'd be like, back it up. Back it up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm okay with forwardness, but like... Probably not as forward as I would be. Yeah. Which then makes me go, is that really appropriate for me to do? But I think it's a different dynamic. It really is. And we can talk all day about double standards, but there really are things that are okay that women do and men don't and vice versa. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. Like, a man generally is not going to be so intimidated or uncomfortable around a pretty woman like you. Yeah. I mean, that's I find nothing. Is. What am I going to do? Well, and also it's like, It'd be different if you were staring at this guy, not so, if he like kindly rejected you and said, no, I have a girlfriend or no, I'm not interested or whatever. And you kept staring at him and following him around and doing this flirtation that he is like, we're not doing this. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. like he clearly then doesn't want it. inappropriate. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But generally you are an intelligent and insightful woman that you would take the hint and be like, okay, well, I appreciate that. And yeah. you would move on, and you wouldn't continue the trying. Well, yeah, and now that I'm thinking about it, too, like, I'm pretty, I think that I, I'm pretty approachable in the gym because I've made eye contact with a lot of guys, and, like, I think I've given some body language, I, a little bit of body language. I try not to give too much because I wasn't, like, in a place where I wanted mm-hmm. a man to ask me out yet. But the day, as, as soon as I decided I was ready to start dating, I opened myself up and created the body language to end up with a date, yes. you know? You're a professional at it. I'm All so right. fucking good at it. No. You just said. No, I just, <laughs> but I do think that, like, now I think about it, again, as we're talking about, like, the body language, I feel like if I'm sitting there making eye contact with this guy, he's making eye contact with me, we're flirting a little bit, and if he came up to me and was like, we keep looking at each other, are you single? I would have been like, I am single. So I think it's like about the totally. way you do Yes, it, like you, you know? said, it is a, it's a song and dance, and uh, it really is like a theater. Like, yeah. A whole production. You just gotta like it. vibe off that other person. Yes. Okay, so you said that you think you are pretty approachable in the gym. Let's talk about women approaching other women at the gym, and I wanna bring up a specific oh, instance. Oh, God. <laughs> When you started going to this gym over here, a woman approached you twice, and I think like she's just... four times. Oh, really? Four. Okay. She's trying to have small talk with you. My okay. theory... Okay. You share the story. I'll Can share just, my theory. Okay. So, first off, let's, like, go back to where I was personally. I was broken. I just got into a... Like, got out of a horrible relationship, I was emotionally traumatized. I did not trust anybody. I did not want to talk to anybody. I was, I do not look at me. Do not think of me. I do not, I just be around me. That's all I wanted. I wanted to feel humans around me. I did not want you to know I existed. And this woman comes up to me and the first time she says, you know, I like your shorts or something. And I'm like, I I don't want to interact right now. I feel like 
exposed. I feel vulnerable. I don't want to communicate with human beings. And so I tried to keep it really short and really quick with her, and she was not getting the hint, and I had to keep pushing her away. And then she comes up like a week later and tells me that she likes my jacket or something with the same pickup line. And I'm like, no! And then she does it two other times. And then the, after the first time, I'm going to be honest, I felt bad. And I was like, dang, maybe I should go apologize to her. Like, go find her and say, I'm sorry that I was being awkward. I'm sorry that I didn't really want to talk. But there was one time that she came up to me. I had my headphones in my ear. I, my body language is saying, leave me alone. Mm -hmm. And she's coming up to me, and I'm having to pull out my headphone so to talk to her. That is not appropriate gym etiquette. I am very, and like, that's the thing. You don't know what people, I'm getting passionate. Sorry, hold on, let me ruin it. That's okay. We love the passion. You don't know what people are going through. So I think it goes back to reading the body language. Like, read, look at the body language and be respectful of it. If somebody does not want you to come up to them, they could be having a shitty fucking day or they could be having a really hard time. And the last thing they want is for you to make them feel even more uncomfortable and make them feel like shit because they don't want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Leave them the fuck alone. Yes, preach. Um, I have... Okay, so my theory is... We did 75 hard last year. My theory is she's selling shit. And I'm a salesperson, so... <laughs> That's fair. And maybe she's a good salesperson if she... She was terrible. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> will we ever know? Do you see her again? Uh, I think I've seen her, like, once in the last month. Has she tried to approach you? Or no. Did she? But I, like, the second I see her, I'm just, like turning away from her running as fast as oh. I can. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, with 75 hard, the full, like, live hard a year part mm -hmm. of that program, one of the phases, the task is to talk to three random people, three strangers. Every day. Yes. And it has to be for, like, three minutes long. So my theory is... She was doing that phase, and you. she was trying to get you to be one of those random strangers to have a three-minute conversation with. I but I think it. it's hard. Like, it's also hard sometimes to make friends for some people, and maybe she's new here and was trying to make friends. But I hear you. It, when she very well could have been. I was not the right candidate for whatever she was trying to do. I was not the right person. She did not read body language well. She needs some more training and more practice in whatever she was trying Fair. to do. Fair. It was unsuccessful. All right. And I'm a bitch, but whatever. It, that's true, too. <laughs> Lots of truths here. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. Okay. Okay. I kind of Googled some etiquettes, but we can talk about our own. Um, well, what's one that you bugs one, you? Okay, one that bugs me is I love a clean gym. I love seeing people clean their little stations afterwards. I'm not perfect, but I'm pretty pretty close to it. And Joe never cleans his oh, machines. That, okay, so I'm almost a perfectionist in cleaning the machines. Yeah. I can probably count on my hands how many times I forgot to clean a machine. Mm -hmm, same. And, yeah, and so I try to be really good about it. Um, I think, like, it, you're all sharing this stuff mm -hmm. and you're all sweating on it, and I think it's rude to expect the staff to be able to clean up after every single person each time they get on and off. It is our responsibility as a community to clean up our own nastiness. All my sweat that went on that machine... I need to clean up. Yes, I'm with you. But at the same time, if we're also so concerned about not getting other people's sweat and grossness, we should just be the ones to wipe down before we use a machine if we're really that concerned about it. So I could see it both ways. 
I mean, that's a good point. The one place where I am not good about it, so when I was working out at Planet Fitness, they have a spray bottle in the wipes, and that's, like, really easy to clean mats mm-hmm. with. But Choose Fitness, they just have these little wipey pads, mm-hmm. and if you take the pad and wipe it on their mats, it gives you hand burn. Oh. So I don't wipe the mats clean at Choose Fitness. The mats are, like, the dirtiest ones, I feel like. Maybe. I know, and well, I hate it. It is what it is. It's fine. People will live, and if you don't, R.I.P. Okay, Next. but I do think that you just need to bring a damn paper towel, and spray bottle, or like whatever they whatever they have at the gym. Just grab one and wipe your shit down. It's yes. not that hard. Even if it's just for looks, just to show people, look, I wiped it. Even just if- for yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Joe's embarrassing. Just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> next. Okay, um, this one pertains to classes. Okay. Get to class on time. Oh, I'm not much of a class person, but I could assume that that would be really annoying if you're, like, right in the middle of your class and Mm -hmm. somebody's trying to, like, unload. And especially if it's, like, yoga or Pilates or where it's, like, a little bit more, like, calm. Mm -hmm. And somebody's, like, walking into class in the middle of class. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I used to do a yoga class, and I went to the first classes in the morning. So it was, like, 6 a.m. and 6 30 so different days um and I understand people need to get back home and go to work but yeah people would leave the classes early sometimes and I don't know if it's like to get back home to you know get ready for the day or whatnot and I get like you know what get it in where you can fit it in but was it distracting it's a little distracting yeah I believe that I think that's a good I'm like a little bit iffy about that I mean, I guess, like, yeah, if you're going to go to class, you should commit to being in the full thing. And then if you can't commit to being in the full thing, then just do it on your own. Mm -hmm. One of Joe's biggest pet peeves at the gym is because he doesn't bring his water bottle in. So he drinks from the fountain and he gets really annoyed when people go fill up their big ass jugs of water while people are waiting in line to get a quick drink from the fountain. I'm the person who's filling up my big-ass jug of water. Yeah, everyone is. <laughs> I'm like, Joe, if you Joe. get mad about this, then you need to wipe down your machine. <laughs> yeah, right. You can't have both. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, so he thinks gym etiquette. What are they supposed to do with their water bottles? Fill them up at home, I guess? No, it'd just be like, wait, give the person who's going to get a quick drink of water real quick just from the fountain access first before spending two whole minutes filling up your jug. Hey, look, Joe, we're just trying to give you some time to relax between your sets. Embrace (laughs) it. Or bring your water bottle. Yeah, or join the fucking club. Yes, it's 2023. (laughs) Come on. Okay, here's one kind of going back to what we were talking about, but make friends and only give advice when asked. And Mm, we've talked about this before. Yes, but we weren't recording. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought we weren't recording. Yeah. Well, we have a different opinion on the advice. Right. So this is this should be fun. Okay. So what's your opinion? Well, Ashley doesn't want advice at all. <laughs> she no, wants you to go fuck true. yourself. Yeah. I want you to go... Yes. <laughs> no, no. And if you're hot, maybe herself too. No. <laughs> maybe. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm actually a classy girl. I, I want to date you for at least a month before we even have that conversation. Okay. <laughs> okay, but anyways. Um... No, tell us your perspective on advice. My perspective is I do think it's okay to give advice. It needs to be productive, quick, subtle. And if someone gives you the hint that they don't want it, then say, oh, just thought you should know or just thought I'd help you out. 
Um, let me know if you have any other questions. Like, be cool about it. Don't be an asshole about it. And I have a story. Uh, one day I was doing some move at the gym. I don't even remember. Had my headphones in. Some guy walks by. He just stops me real quick, jumps in, tells me, hey, don't lock your knees when you do when you come back up. Keep them slightly bent, and then you're golden. And I was just like, wow, thank you. And since then, I have utilized that, and I don't lock my fucking knees. So I think... So you think a random stranger can come up to you, correct your move, and then walk away, and that's cool? Absolutely. I do. I think that is the number one reason why people who are not in the gym do not go to the gym. Then they, they're too soft, and they can stay fat at home. Like, no, to me, I'm like, like, don't, wouldn't you rather know how to do things the right way? I think part of people not wanting to go to the gym is that they're intimidated and don't know how to use the machines. Yeah. And I would rather go there. Now I have more confidence because I know how to use that machine. And I, I appear like I know what I'm doing because I'm using it properly and I have proper form. And I think that's a big thing at the gym is you see people with really poor form and then they end up having back issues like I was doing some like the Romanian deadlifts or something like that and I must have been doing them wrong my back I ended up getting like the sciatic nerve or whatever and had someone corrected me or like told me not to do it this way or keep your back straight I think what I was doing was bending my back too much Mm -hmm. if someone had corrected me and I fixed my form I probably would not have been in that much pain for what was it like five days straight Okay, I totally get where you're coming from. So I do think and it's helpful. I do. I think it's extremely helpful. And I, if people are so soft and like you can't, uh, don't talk to me. Like, don't go out. Stay at home. But what if I'm sensitive and I'm trying to get my gym workout on? We're okay. gonna get you hard, girl. Here's the thing. I'm already too hard half the time. But <gasps> here's the thing for me. I, but the way the body functions and what are considered correct and incorrect exercises has become so fluid now. There are so many different things that we've learned to do with our body to exercise muscles in a specific or different way. And people are using machines and tools and fitness in all different kinds of ways. Like people are using the leg, leg lifts for leg extension machine to do thrusts, hip thrusts. Right. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So like we're all just, like, trying to be creative in our gym workout. And I feel like if somebody's going to come up to me and be like, you actually should do it this way, bitch, actually, you don't know. This is the way that I was taught to do it, so I'm going to do it this way. But what if you hadn't been taught? You are a trainer. Like, you came from this world of physical training and being, like, in the gym and stuff like that. So you're more educated, whereas, like, I've done things where I'm – that example but let me just give you another one okay i was at the rec center with a friend working out and his lunges it was not the 90 degree angle he was extending his legs so far out like it was almost like this fucking split (laughs) he looked like an idiot and i was like "Mm, chris um that's a little too far like your knee should barely touch like where your toe is when you when you do the lunge And he's like, no, it's not. I'm doing it proper. You're supposed to extend it as far out as you can. And this lady who was like a trainer or something came over and was like, she's actually right. Like, you don't want to extend past the toe. And he learned. And so now he doesn't look like an idiot. 
And that was like 15 years ago. He could have been looking like an idiot for the last 15 years of people making fun of him. But changes so frequently. That doesn't change. Who knows? In 10 years, we could find out that that's actually the proper way to do it. Okay. Well, that would be mind-boggling and interesting. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm curious about landing. Here's where I'm landing. After hearing your perspective, what I think is if you are educated, well-educated, in safety, like what is going to hurt you and what's not going to hurt you, and you see somebody performing an exercise that you go, ooh, that could hurt them if they keep doing that and you want to keep them safe from hurting themselves, you have the right to go up to them and just say, hey, I know you're doing this, change it up like this, that should protect this. Mm, love okay? that. Tell them what they're doing, what they should be doing, and what it's going to protect. How it's going to keep their body safer. Anything else, don't go, like, okay, the whole side kettlebells, side, Mm -hmm. um, what do do you call those? Uh, It's like an ab move, right? Yeah. You're you're dropping them to the left, and then you're bringing it back up. Yes. So you're doing the side kettlebell things. I have had, I did that when I first got back in the gym this round. I had so many people tell me, that's so bad for you. You shouldn't do that. That's a, that's the shit that I Wait, hate. Wait, really? Yes, that's the shit Did that I Did they tell hate. you why it's bad? or? Well, they said it's not good for your back, and then they said it's going to bulk me out. Okay. Instead of slim me. And that's the shit that I hate. You don't know what my gym goals are. Right, maybe you want to bulk up. Get, get and out hurt of your my back. face. <laughs> and hurt your back. But, like, I see I see people do that shit all the time with the kettlebells. I'm not going to go up to them and say, that's going to hurt your back, first off, because I'm not fully educated on if that sure. will hurt your back or not. Yeah. And second of all, I don't think it's that bad of an exercise where it's going, based upon what I know. You're not going to bulk up so much that you're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, and based like, upon what I know, that's not going to hurt your back. And I, I, I have, like you said, I have a degree in athletic training that requires me to have some education of physical fitness and techniques and such. So I I think sometimes there's too many people that are Mm undereducated trying to give advice to people that they haven't earned the right to give that advice to them. And then they're just making them feel like shit because they're not trying to give advice. That's it. It's where is your advice coming from? Is your advice coming from ego because you want to show how cool you are? Mm. Or is your advice coming from, oh shit, that person might hurt themselves. I'm going to make sure that they don't. It, I think that's it. Where's the okay. advice coming from? Yes. And how is it serving you? If well, you're... Well, like, are you, are you sitting there like, oh, I'm going to tell them this because I'm a badass and I know this and I want them to know that okay. I know. Yeah. Or are you going to go tell them because you're like, oh, shit, they're doing that wrong and I don't want them to get hurt. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Um... Yeah, and just, like, be quick with it, too. Like, okay, yeah. well, another time Don't I was... Don't tell me your whole life story. Yeah, I was on this machine doing... And this guy, like, starts approaching me, and I had my headphones in, and... I thought he would, I don't even know. But, like, if someone approaches you, you take your headphones off, right? That's the natural response. I te- take my headphones out, and this guy's like, oh, you're spending a lot of time on your phone where you could be getting in more reps. Get I was the fuck out. I literally just did a set, and then I'm like... I'm not very confident at the gym, so I was pulling up Pinterest, looking up what workout I want to do next. See, that's the shit I hate. That shit pissed me off, too. Yeah. So I think if we're going to wrap that one up in a tiny bow, it's 
if you're going to be the person giving the advice, check why are you giving that advice? Is it to make me feel better as the advice giver? Or is it because I see an opportunity to help somebody? And you got to be real honest with yourself on that. Facts. Okay, cool. Should we do one more and then close it up? Let's see. What do we have? Put your weights. What about put your weights back? Or be mindful of your surroundings. Okay, yes. Be mindful of your surroundings. That is a good one. And this shit drives Joe crazy when people take up so much space and they don't even move for you at all. Like, I get if you're in the middle of something, but... Be aware of like where people are coming through to, to grab weights or to grab a bench, to move things around, and you're taking up the entire space. Yeah. Like, I feel this way in the sauna a lot of the times. Like, I feel like people are like, you know, they got their legs up in the sauna and people are starting to come in. It's like, put your legs down and they don't recognize it. Or another big one is like when you've been sitting on a machine forever yeah and like it's a busy machine like be mindful of what machines in the gym are more busy than like the flies machine for me it's like I always have to watch that stupid machine because everybody's trying to get on it Mm -hmm. and most people I feel like have the awareness the mindfulness that this is a frequently used machine so they don't like use it and then leave their water bottle there and go do another workout and then come back no, to it. Like, honey. don't do that shit. Uh-uh. Get I will on the still machine. use it. <laughs> do you? Your water bottle isn't saving shit. In my mind, you forgot your water bottle and it's Well, I got this. onto a machine when somebody had their water bottle on that and he came, like, power walking to me and being like, oh, we, we got one more set on that. Okay. You got about 60 seconds <laughs> for me to wrap up, and then it's your turn again, sir. But I think that is big. Be mindful of the machines and, like, that you're not, like, hogging machines, that you're not hogging space. Like, this is not your gym. This is all of our gym. Yes. And we need to share it. Otherwise, we can go on Google and see how much a fly machine costs, and we can order that up for a little friend, <laughs> and he can do all the fly machine workouts at home. <laughs> Yeah, right? Okay. If you want to own a piece of machine in the gym, go own it at home. Yes. <laughs> you don't own this gym. Yeah, you Unless don't own Unless he actually does machine. own the gym. Maybe he does. Maybe that was it. In which case, that's awkward. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Then, yes, sir, you may have it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me borrow it. Thank you for your time. My bad. <laughs> Did you get my payment this month? Did it go through? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for keeping the lights on for me. Appreciate that. The sun is looking real nice. <laughs> Um, okay, I would love to hear other people's gym etiquette expectations and yeah. stories. I also want to hear, like, where you agree with us and where you don't agree yeah. with us. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the approaching. Like, I feel like yeah. that could go either. I feel like most people are going to say they don't want to be approached. Like, they don't think it's appropriate for people to approach. But I truly look at it as, like, helpful. But you just got to, you know, you just got to dip in, dip out. Don't don't be a linger. Don't ling and tell them that they're doing this wrong and that wrong and their whole yeah. life's wrong. Right. Like, we already know. That's why we're here, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cry when I go home, okay? I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Working on it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this was a fun episode. Yeah, so much fun. All right. Well, you know what? Be safe out there, friends. Yeah, be cool at the gym. Have gym etiquette. Be nice. Don't be a creeper like Ashley. Don't be making eye contact <laughs> with... 
people's husbands. Look, I'm gonna start. We'll, we'll start every episode with how many dates I ended up from the gym. No, I'm okay, I'm okay. not trying to do that. I'm totally right. kidding. But if it happens, I'll give you. An if update. you're out there, no. And then you be go sure. to the Choose Fitness. Oh no, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. That's how we get stalked. Right, right. Um, I do have a stalking story, but one day. Ooh, maybe we'll do a podcast on like creepy guys. Yeah. Oh, I think I actually shared it on that um, dating, dating safety app. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if yeah. you want to hear Kendra's stalking story, go to the dating app safety episode. Yes. And that's my favorite episode. So we talk about how to be safe out there in this crazy dating world. Yeah, for sure. And it's really good for like your college age friends or your kids who are in college or their early 20s, especially who are just like kind of getting their toes wet a little bit. It's yeah. a good one. And then it's great for, like, the LGBTQ community, too, because, you know, there's a lot of crimes against that community. So for sure. give that a listen. And don't forget to hit the follow button on Spotify. Follow, follow, follow. We will have our website. I keep talking about this, but we will have our website coming soon. It is coming soon. It's not active yet. We're and still coming soon. Yeah. Because progress over perfection. Right takes time perfection takes time and follow us in our group on facebook yeah we almost have 400 followers in that group that's wild so exciting and we just launched it a month ago right so cool so thanks for the love guys yes thank you we appreciate all of you follow us like us friend us listen to us share us love us forgive us progress like us But don't be perfect, because that's not us. Yeah, no. And join us next week. Yeah. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.